It's a breakdown, y'all. Here I am, motherfuckers, king of the couch. UFC 242 breakdown, Sunday evening, 6.29 p.m. That's me snorting. Let's get this fucking shit on. I want to go chill out. I've had a few beers. I was excited watching the UFC. Play it back. UFC 242 live in Abu Dhabi. It was aired live this morning. I think the coverage started at midnight. Fight pass early prelims, 12 a.m. Prelims, 2 p.m. Main card, 4 a.m. It was pretty ridiculous. I actually, look, I was attempting to stay awake. I fell asleep. I woke up at 2. I watched two fights, but I was sort of nodding in and out. And I thought, I can't give this sort of half-assed attention to the main card. I'm going to go to bed, sleep it off. I had a lot of daddy duties on this morning Beck was doing a little yoga thing so I thought fuck that I'm gonna put the phone down I'm gonna stay off social media text messages all that crap and I did I did that successfully till about 3 p.m today and then I did the main card and then I went and revisited all my text messages and social media to catch up on all the on all the hot goss so for me it was live at 3 p.m this afternoon but um I was a bit behind the eight ball eight ball by nearly 11 hours so anyway Let's go. This is going to be a fairly quick breakdown, I think. Um, look, straight off the top of the the bat, UFC 242, it was a good card. I liked it. I didn't want to say it was a great card. Uh, I don't want to say it was a bad card. It definitely wasn't a bad card. It wasn't wasn't one of the best of the year. Um, but uh, but look, it it was good nonetheless. I mean, the the main event on this card, Khabib Namagamedov versus Dustin Poirier, was uh, was it was a good fight. That was that was the one I was really looking forward to and the and the co main Edson Barboza versus Paul Felder. Um so I was really looking forward to those two on the main card. The others not so much. So for me, look, that that's sort of where I'm coming from with that. But anyway, let's go through this. I'm gonna break this fucking fight down and uh talk about nothing else but fights for the next 15, 20, 25 minutes. Who knows? Here we go. So we got the first fight, Lightwave. It was, <laughs> fucking hell, I've had a few beers. Lightwave, Lightweight, I'm sorry. Merbeck Tysimov versus Carlos Diego Ferreira. So this was a good little fight. I thought on paper that was going to open the main card. Uh, look, I, look, I always take notes in these fights, and I really couldn't take many notes in this fight. I just, there wasn't much action. I've got to be honest, I thought it was a boring fight. I think looking at these guys' records and their sort of caliber of, you know, stats and things like that it was going to be a way better fight but it really wasn't um i had merbeck tysimov to win he didn't win ferreira won look there's really not much to say about this fight i mean the first note i've got here was a boring fight (laughs) i tipped it wrong and it was a boring fight i can't really break it down um yeah that was it. I got nothing to say about that one. I'm not going to fucking bore you with trying to dress it up because it was a boring fight and it was a shitty way to open the main car, but doesn't matter. Here we go. Next fight, we had heavyweight. We had Curtis Blades versus Shamil Abdurakimov. Tell you what, this card is one of my least favorites of the years because fucking last names are so very hard to say, but whatever. This one, I had picked Curtis Blades to win and he did just that, and it was all wrestling. Um, this is a pretty wrestling-heavy card, I've got to be honest. So... Some of the MMA casuals don't like that. I don't love wrestling, but I appreciate it. It's MMA. It's mixed martial arts. You've got to like all the skills as a fan. So I do like it. And 
saying that Curtis Blades is a wrestler, and that that was that was his strong suit. That was that was the fight. That was for you know that was how he was going to win the fight. I've got to be honest. This guy Shamil, he's at twenty and five. I've never really seen him fight. To be honest, I don't know where he's been fighting. Obviously in the UFC, but I don't know where and fucking when because he hasn't been in any of the fights I've watched lately. But anyway, look, it was good to have Curtis Blades on the card. He was coming off a loss to Francis Ngannou, which was a knockout loss, but one of those ones that was a very very quick Ngannou knockout. So I don't think that that loss should have gone against you know, Curtis's Blade's whole resume, so to speak. Um, Shamil, of course, he was outclassed. There, that, there's just no other ways to put it. The wrestling was really heavy in this fight. Round one was a, you know, a bit of an, it was a three-round fight. Round one was a slight bit boring, obviously, if you're not into wrestling, but I appreciate it nonetheless. He was doing what he did, really just sort of grinding out Shamil. Just, they were both feeling out the fight, but, you know, from the get-go, you know, 30 seconds, a minute into it, Pardon me. It was clear that Curtis Blades was was going to win this fight and just going to control the fight. He just looks uh, ha- hands and shoulders above Shamil in this fight. So, and that's exactly what he did. Second round, um, he got a bit of a knockdown. There was a bit of a ground and pound sort of thing in there. If that's if that's what you want to call it. He just again, it was it it was one of these fights that's sort of hard to break down because it was a it was like a smother fest. You know, he he come in, bang, he was on top of him. That was the whole first round. Second round. He comes in, bang, knocks him down. He's on top of him. Bang, 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 bang. A few more on the ground. And then he just sort of stayed on top of him. Like wrestlers do, you know. Again, it can be a boring thing to watch. You've got to appreciate it though as an MMA fan. But it, it isn't the most exciting thing to watch. And Anyway, going into round three. Uh, look, Curtis was winning two zip. That was obvious. But he's got a solid TKO in round three. He's... Uh, he smashed this guy's nose to bits. Not as bad as the Mike Perry fight that recently happened, but uh, nonetheless, he had broken his nose quite severely. The ref saw that and sort of called it quickly because the guy, uh, Shamil, he, he went for his nose to sort of, I don't know, obviously he's realized, holy fuck, my nose is broken, I'm in pain. And that was sort of it. It was a very quick stoppage, I thought, but um, you don't see that too much in 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 terms of the way it happened, you do see quick stoppages. You see late stoppages for that fucking reason, that matter too. But anyway, that was the way the fight went. Um, look, good fight. It, it was it was played out the way I want, and and it was a, it was a real testament to to Curtis's Curtis Blade's skill set. And I think he's sitting at number four in the heavyweight division, and I really think he's gonna he's gonna have his comeuppance again. I don't know if it's gonna be against Ngannou, but I I do see this guy fighting for the belt sooner rather than later. Uh, Stipe's got the belt back. Who knows exactly who he's going to fight next? The name Brock Lesnar is in there. The name John Jones is in there. Of course, there's the DC trilogy rematch. I don't even know who's sitting at number two in the heavyweight division right now. Sorry, but who knows? So I can see Curtis Blades fighting for the belt in the future. Anyway, that takes us to fight three of five on the main card. We've got another lightweight fight. So that makes this is three lightweights. Sorry, four lightweight fights, and this was, there was only one heavyweight fight. So that's good. I like the lightweight division. Lightweight, welterweight, that's probably my favorite divisions. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. But those two are probably my my favorite divisions, I've got to be honest. Third fight, we got Islam Makachev versus Davy Ramos. So I was really looking forward to this fight. Islam is 18-1, and one, unreal record. He's kind of like a Khabib protege clone, realistically. And then you've got Davey Ramos, who is 10-3. and 3. Look, 
arguably still a very, very good professional record. So um, a lot of these guys, you watch them, and oh, I've seen Davey fight before, I've seen Islam fight before, and, you know, if they're in there for the 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 long term, you know, the hard yards, the, the years and years and years, and we'll touch on this later again when we talk about Dustin Poirier and stuff, like, you know, 10, 10 professional fights and, you know, wins and three losses, is it's not much. It, it does It's really not much. So... This guy's got a big future, I think, and and so is Islam. I mean, I just mentioned I dropped Khabib's name, who's arguably one of the greatest ever to do it, and um, he just, yeah, he's 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 like a almost like a clone, like a real spitting image of Khabib. So I had tipped Islam going into this fight, and um, I did expect it to be a better fight. Uh, round one was very boring, I thought. Look, I'm an MMA fan, but. And I, and I appreciate fight skills in different ways, but I just genuinely thought this was a boring fight. I thought uh, Ramos sort of talked it up a little bit leading up to the fight. Islam, you know, they're, they're quite humble guys, uh, the the Dagestanis and, and, and the way they approach fight week and things like that. And But anyway, I, I had thought that Davey was going to come out of their gates a bit harder. Not to say he wasn't throwing some bombs; they just weren't fucking landing. They weren't doing anything. It's all—it's all good if you're going to go for a big, uh, a big punch, but make it fucking land. You know what I mean? If you're going to kick, hit the motherfucker. Don't just swing past him. A swing and a miss is nothing. It's just hot air. It's—it's a—it's 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 a shit story. It, it doesn't mean anything. So, yeah, look, round one was quite boring. I thought, and I, I had thought it was going to be better, but anyway. I digress. Sometimes the round one is the real feeling out round. So I had big, big hopes for round two. Um, basically, look, you know, as I thought, Islam come in. He's like Khabib. You know, he's very wrestling heavy. He's and he's he's a very heavy wrestler, if that makes sense. Meaning that these guys are very big for the division. That sort of uh, it definitely helps them. You know, in that regard, to 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 wear people out with their fucking really good wrestling skills. But anyway, look, Islam, he won the fight. I, I can't go on about this too much. It, I really thought this fight was going to be better, and it wasn't, unfortunately, for uh, for me and probably a lot of other fans. But um, huge round three opener. There was a bit of a big knee from the Russian and uh, takedown, ground and pound. Looked all over for the Brazilian uh, Ramos, and he really did well to survive, but it was a big sort of severe onslaught and... Um, yeah, you know, it was one of these ones that went to the decision, a three-round fight. Ramos was you know, clearly disappointed after he lost and things like that. And I don't think he was disappointed because he was shocked. I think he was just disappointed because he knew he could fight better. And I have seen him fight better. And sometimes it is so frustrating to watch these fights, you know. And If you watch a lot of UFC, if you watch a lot of mixed martial arts, whatever, it's the same as football. If you're a, fo- if you're a fan of a team or anything like that, it can be very, very fucking frustrating and disappointing to watch um watch them lose when you know they're capable of winning you know or watch them not even put up a fight you know when when they are capable of putting up a fight it's just very very frustrating so this this was look up until the co-main and the main it was kind of one of those those cards for me i got to be honest it was you know like the fight could have been better but these these people with these really heavy skills really drowned out the other opponents and i'm not coming across like a fucking MMA casual. I hate that term, and I'm, I'm hating to use that. But, you know, I appreciate the fact that these guys are so good, but it just, it's like, for the for the losers, it's like, fuck, we've got to go back to the drawing board. You know, we, we've done so well, we've come so far, and then, bang, we've just been, you know, absolutely fucking smothered in this fight. So, 
the first three fights were sort of like that, besides the, the first one, which was a bit sort of boring, really. But um, anyway, we're on to the co-main at this point. So we've got Edson Barboza versus Paul Felder. Now, this was a rematch. Now, I really was looking forward to this fight. I I have really grown to to like Paul Felder, and I like Edson Barboza as well. These, these, are, these are both fighters I didn't, you know, you don't want them to lose. You like them both for different reasons. I had tipped Paul Felder, the Irish Dragon, going into this fight. And uh, look, it was one of those ones like I like to get quite cocky in my predictions and go bold. Uh, that's what I'm calling my predictions, bold. But um, I had picked Paul Felder. Edson Barboza and Paul Felder had fought before, and I think Barboza had knocked him out quite quickly in the first fight. I missed it. It was a, it was it was a while ago, but anyway, they he had won. So this was you know gonna, this was going to square it up. I'll get, look Felder won. I will get through the fight, but Felder won just so you know. So it's one apiece now for them. This was a great fight. It never was not going to be a good fight. Um, Barboza always delivers, and Felder always delivers. I. Just, it's one of these, you know, when, as a fight fan, you just love these sort of fights, you know, and they just are so taxing on each other. Just just watching it, you're going, fuck, these guys are doing severe damage on each other, you know, and how are they going to just continue like this? Poor Felder, I mean, that, that fight he had with Mike Perry was just absolutely, like, just ridiculous. And uh, early on, look, so round one, Barbosa, I thought he, he definitely run... <laughs> Fucking hell! He definitely won round one. He um he come out, got a few good kicks and punches. His kicks are just so deadly; they're just so devastating. And he he um he look Felder's a tough motherfucker, but he there were some welts on the back of his head. So one of the kicks, I think it was one of the kicks, had landed on the back of his head. So it obviously done a little bit of damage there to Felder sort of early on, because as the fight went on, it just sort of got you know bigger and bigger and fucking gnarlier looking. But um anyway. I had round one going to Edson, but it was Felder doesn't really go down without a fight, you know. So going to round two, I was really looking forward to that. Again, it was just it was neck and neck, you know. Like they just were really throwing it. Again, this this was such a good fight to to watch as a as an MMA fan and as a as a fucking casual, if you will. It's exciting to watch people kick and punch each other, not on the street in a competitive environment, like. It has to be exciting. If you're not excited by it, then fucking hell. But huge round two. I had Felder going in uh, for the win at round two. Obviously, this is a three-round fight. It went the, it went the distance, um, and I had Felder round three. Look, much the same. It was just watching it. There was It was very, very even, uh, very, very heavy on the significant strikes from both parties. Um it was, I think, on paper. I think Edson, from from my from memory, Edson had won round one and two in significant strikes, and Paul felt that clearly won it in round three. Um, rounds one and two were close though in significant strikes, and I look as a fan. I don't know how they measure that. Is that like you know on straight on the button, straight in the guts, straight here, straight there? I don't know, but anyway, I just thought that the pace that. As the fight went on, the pace that Felder was bringing and the ferocity that Felder was bringing was was better than Barboza. Barboza, to me, clearly had round one, and I, and I think that was always going to be evident because he's such a explosive sort of dynamic fighter. So Felder had that real sort of feeling out to do, and um, yeah, look, that's the way it went. It was one 
Barboza, 2-3, Felder. We've gone to a split decision, and Felder's got it. And I think it was the right decision. Barboza looked a little bit gutted about it and didn't, you know, as you got to be, you got to put it all out there. To me, this fight was, and this is this is one thing that sucks about the UFC, is you see these fights, and if they're not a main event or they're not a title fight, they don't get the five rounds. To me, this fight should have been a five-round fight. There's so many fights that you see go for three rounds that you're just thinking, fuck, these guys, they're made for five-round fights. And it's so good that you don't want to rob them of a, of a TKO or a submission in a fourth or fifth round. That's the way I look at it. This this fight would have been good at five rounds. They both got great cardio, and they both had a couple of five-round fights. So, But look, this is, this is it is what it fucking is. Uh, Felder won. He's all class. I really like Felder. Um, he's one of my favorite fighters in the lightweight division. He just seems like a top fucking bloke, the Irish Dragon. What's not to like from the mean streets of South Philly? He's a commentator in the UFC. I think he's done some acting as well. The guy's got fucking heaps of heaps of shit to do outside of the ring, but he just keeps coming back to because he loves fighting. He's a he's a true fighter. You know, he's the kind of guy that looks like he just loves scrapping in the car park just for just for shits and gigs. Um, I guess Barboza too, for that matter. You know, like they just love to fucking fight. But who knows what's next for Felder? I'd like to see him take on. I think he was ranked ten. Barboza must be seven, and with this win, it should push Felder up a little bit. I don't know how much, but lightweight is just full of killers. I mean, we've got Khabib and Dustin next. Obviously, that I'll break that down in two secs. But you've got Tony, you've got Justin Gaethje, you've got uh, you've got Ally Quinta, you've got obviously um, Khabib, Dustin. I mentioned that. Who else have we got in there? Uh, Kevin Lee's in there. Ke- Look, I love Conor McGregor. He is in there, but is he really in there? Who knows? Um, Fuck, who else is there, you know? There's just there's just a few in there. But the top ten are just like pure, pure animals. Like they're just all in there. Felder hasn't called out anyone in his post fight speech. He's just been real classy and humble about it. But he's like everyone's sort of getting, you know, he's called out Tony, he's called out Justin Gage, and he called out Connor. Um that's cool. I think it's all cool. And and any of those fights that you make it all gonna be exciting fights. Cause most of the guys in the top 10 are fucking exciting to watch let's be honest they're in the top 10 for that reason because they go hard but they are exciting it's just it's a very very exciting time for the lightweight division so that was a good fight i was really stoked about that i was really happy about that one i was really happy about the uh, the outcome so i'm three from three from five at this point then we've got the main event the motherfucking main event Khabib Namagamadov versus Dustin Poirier, the Eagle versus the Diamond. Look, I was really excited about this fight. This fight, um, Khabib is very, very exciting to watch in terms of <laughs> that. I'm just going to contradict exactly what I said. He's exciting because of his record. I think he's exciting because of the way he just mauls people. But he's not. He's not exciting in terms of flashiness. You kind of. You kind of know what you're going to get with Khabib, you know, whereas Dustin, he's had some, just the last three or four fights off the top of my head, I know he's beat Showtime Pettis, he's beat Eddie Alvarez, he's beat Justin Gaethje, those three fights have been some wars, and they've been some very, very good wins, the Eddie Alvarez one, I know that was a bit of a bit of an arguable one, I, I had Poirier winning that one, the critics were out, uh, I know Eddie thought he won that fight, he beat Justin Gaethje fair and square, but it was an absolute war, and Gaethje's just one of those fucking warriors that just doesn't want to go out. He literally was dead on his feet. It was one of those ones like, pronounce him dead, he's still standing on two feet. But that's fights, that's what we like. So 
this was a this was an exciting for me and I'm sure a lot of a lot of fight fans. Um Khabib was 27 and 0 and Justin's had a few sorry Dustin's had a few losses. I think his record was a uh, 25 and 5 or something along those lines he's had about five losses um but this was very very good look i i have been an mma fan for a few years now a ufc fan for a few years um i'm not an absolute purist but i i have i have respect for the sport i I watch a lot of it and i i respect um these guys like khabib you know his record is nothing to be to be sneezed at he's 27 and oh and um like no losses no professional losses that it's like some floyd mayweather shit and you can people trash floyd mayweather because of his defensive boxing and things like that but defensive or not it doesn't matter how you win as long as you're winning you know you're winning it is a sport and you're getting paid and your livelihood is on the on on stake you know your, your life is on the line you got some motherfucker across from you trying to punch your fucking head and your teeth down your throat you know it's a dangerous sport you can die in the ring so i don't i i like i appreciate wrestlers i appreciate that skill that's a it's a it's a hard skill for anyone else in the fight game to to tackle but going into this fight i just really felt like dustin had the upper hand slightly he was a severe severe underdog and i know the bookie's got to go off stats and things like that and i don't know if i was you know, getting a little bit overexcited. I just thought, out of any of the the last fighters uh, that Khabib's fought, probably the last five fighters that Khabib's fought, I thought Dustin's going to give him the most trouble, and he just seemed to be the most confident going into the fight. I'm a Conor McGregor fan. I wanted him to win. He never was going to win that fight. He from rounds one to four when he lost, he was outclassed. Like, let's be honest. Um, call a spade a spade. He 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 got beat fair and fucking square. Fucking campaigning for a rematch. I don't want to see it. Not yet, anyway. Not until Connor's had a couple of different fights, you know, because I don't think he's going to win it because Khabib is clearly a different animal. But Dustin just had this aura going into this fight. There was something different about him. He's been getting better and better and better and better. And he's just such a top bloke, you know. I just, I didn't know a hell of a lot about him. And I was on YouTube the other day and I was sort of doing a bit of Googling. And the guy just, all this really, really nice things came up. And he's just like got this massive. Um, charity push that he does, you know, outside of fucking ripping people's heads off, he's there helping people, you know, he, he, um, he's just a top bloke, um, I'm going to mention on tomorrow night's podcast, it was a cool little story, I won't go into it now, because it's, it's actually my good news story of the week for my, my main podcast, but it was just, um, he's just a nice guy, he just seems like a top bloke, and, and this, this story really made me appreciate him, and, and, and everything that he does, um, in the ring and and as a fan, I really was I was a fan, but I'm now a, a way bigger fan. And anyway, let's break break this fucking fight down. So we come in just quickly. Shout out Dustin Poirier. I mean, the guy had a fucking he wins fucking walkout song of the night. He uh, James James Brown. I paid the cost to be the boss. Look at me. You know what you see? You see a bad mother. <clears throat> How good. That was really cool. I like I like good music. I like good songs. And when these guys walk out to a fucking class tune, I got it highlighted. So, I mean, Dustin, thank you very much for that. But anyway, let's get into this fight. As I said, I'd pick Dustin to win. He didn't, unfortunately. He didn't win. Um, I wasn't confident in that, though. But 
it just from the get-go um i don't want to say he was completely outclassed round one you know the first minute it was i don't want to say it was dustin because it wasn't but it was just on the feet so that's when it was you know 50 50 and as soon as Khabib gets the double, gets the gets the the single leg or the double leg. As soon as he just takes him down, he just sticks to you like fucking glue. You know, he's just uh, he's just hard to get off people. I've never fought the guy. Obviously, I can't talk from fucking experience. But just watching this and watching the caliber of people that he has fought, he just absolutely fucking mauls him. And he just he's all over them like fucking glue, like 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 shit to a blanket. He just. It's hard to get off if you've ever shit in a blanket. But anyway, so round one was all Khabib, you know, and he was doing his thing. He was he was doing his shtick, so to speak. When Dustin walked back to his corner, he he, he didn't look tired, but he, he kind of looked like, wow, you know, like a little bit surprised. And I'm sure he's been training fucking hard. He's been talking about it, and I, and I do not doubt that he has been training hard because everybody knows Khabib's record. Going into round two from the corner, he looked a little bit stunned, as I said. It was, it was a, uh, it was, it was a different round. It was a different round. Again, it sort of started on the feet as it has to, and there was a couple little takedowns. But before that, like Dustin kind of pieced him up just a little bit, just pieced up Khabib just a little bit. And look, it doesn't sound like I'm giving him much praise here, but that little bit was was the most I've ever seen someone give Khabib trouble. Um, Khabib in, in the in the press conference didn't say it gave him trouble, but just from from a pure viewer stance, it, it did look like it gave him a little bit of trouble. He was getting a little bit knocked around, you know, going backwards, things like that. It was a bit of a flurry for 25, 30 seconds, I'd say, of that round, but that was the most I'd ever seen Khabib in trouble, you know, before round three. And uh, that was it. And then whatever happened after that, it just turned back around. Khabib ends up fucking bang. He's on top of the guy again. He's just absolutely mauling him. It's just it's just so fascinating to watch. I've never trained MMA, you know, so I guess I'm a casual in that respect. Never trained MMA. I've done one one session of jiu-jitsu, and uh, I've done Muay Thai training for fun, not to get in a fucking ring, but just fun. I'm kicking a pad. I'm hitting a pad. That's it. Thank you very much. Collect my fee. Let me hit a pad. So I have no fight skills whatsoever, but it just, you know, when he grabs these people, it's absolutely stunning to watch. It's just like, how are they not getting out? They've they've got twenty five wins on their their fucking record. They're just they're so good. They knock people out. They they just can't do anything wrong. And then as soon as this fucking Dagestani motherfucker gets on top of them, that's it. It's just like, oh fuck, we're a minute into this round. There's four minutes to go. He's not getting up, and that's usually what happens. And look, that was round two. After that little flurry, sort of knockdown, you know, a couple of punches from Dustin, it was all Khabib again. Round three, actually, Dustin said something. I should have wrote it down, but he basically was just like, I, he said to his corner, and you could see it, and, they, and I'll have to play it back on the YouTube, but he was like, I just can't fucking take his pressure. Something along those lines, you know, and it was like, fuck, if he's come this far, he's trained, he's, you know, his whole life has been about fighting. He's trained so, so hard, you know, his whole life, but really, really hard for this fight. He's highlighted how hard he's trained because he's talking about it all the fucking time. The, the commentators are talking about it. And he is saying that going out of round two. Like, fuck, that's trouble. You don't want to be saying that. You don't want to be saying that to your corner. I know you've got to be honest and stuff like that, but you don't want to be saying that to your corner. They're probably going, oh, fucking hell, what are we What are we doing and what are we in for? And Dustin's probably thinking the same thing. Meanwhile, Khabib's on the other side just... He's hardly breaking a sweat. He's used to this. The guy's been training bears since he was fucking five years old. 
round three. Whew. Here we are at round three. I really thought this was going to go the distance. I thought it was going to go. I had Dustin by a TKO in round four. Pardon me. We didn't even fucking see round four. We got to round three. Again, though, this was a really, you know, Dustin loss. I'm going to I'm gonna just disclaimer, say it up front, Dustin loss. But this was a really good round from Dustin. Um, he got Khabib in a guillotine and, and, you know, building on round two, this was the best best thing I'd ever seen Khabib get trapped in. Uh, it seems like I'm giving Dustin all the praise, but if you follow fucking the UFC, you know how good Khabib is, so you, you, you can't really, you know, talk about him too much because, I mean, you can talk about him as much as you want, but he's good. He's he's one of the best, if not the best, of the lightweight division. Uh, he really is the best of the lightweight division. Like, let's fucking call a spade a spade. He is. Um, But... Dustin got him in this really, really solid guillotine, and I thought, fuck, I'm sitting on the couch, and I'm thinking, fuck, I had the mother-in-law next to me, because, you know, that's what I was watching it with, I was like, fuck, he, he's going to get him here, he, he just absolutely looked like he had it on tight, Khabib is just so good, though, he started shaking the hips, and, and it was a good, tw- again, about a 25, 30 second sort of thing that was going on, where he was in this guillotine, he starts shaking the hips, he's moving, he's moving, he's moving, Khabib looks like he's got a fucking monster head, so it didn't look like the head was going to pop out of the arms, I thought, shit, this is Dustin, he's got this, he's, he, I can't believe it, he's fucking got this, he's going to beat Khabib, like, this is a thing, 30 seconds later, Khabib's out, and uh, that was basically a little bit of ground and pound, they were up again, and then he's back on fucking Dustin's back, and, you know, if you give up your back to Khabib Namagamadoff, you've got your shit out of luck, as they say. It's not looking good. It really isn't. And he just he just sunk in the perfect choke. He just got the fucking right arm around under his neck, peeled him back like a fucking banana. And you could see it. D- Dustin wasn't out, but his eyes just did that thing. If you've watched a lot of uh, mixed martial arts UFC up close, their eyes do a thing. It's like before anything else you know, on their body that tells you that, fuck, that this is going south, their eyes give it away. And Dustin's eyes, as soon as he started peeling back, gave it away. It was like, fuck, I'm de- I'm out. Two seconds later, he's just started slapping on Khabib's arm, and that was it. Khabib let it go. And that was the fight in round three. You know, congratulations, Khabib, the eagle, Namaga Madoff. It was a sensational performance he put on. Dustin, you know, pat yourself on the back, the diamond. That was the hardest fight of his career. And I and I genuinely do think that he's given Khabib the most trouble of Khabib's career um, in the UFC. There, there won't be a rematch, not 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 yet. The the fight to make is Khabib versus Tony. We'll get to that in two secs. But look, it was a great fight. Um, it didn't go the way I, I had predicted. I went with my bold prediction of Dustin again. I just thought... You know, his record and, and the way he had been fighting was going to give Khabib trouble. But tell you what, with Khabib winning this, and I had massive respect for him, you know, going into it, but just going out of this fight, it was like, fuck, who's going to beat Khabib? I just don't know who's going to beat Khabib. I don't think anyone at Lightweight is going to beat Khabib. The only person I can see giving Khabib grief is Tony Ferguson because he is so fucking unorthodox. And I tell you what, if they don't make that fight, and I know they will, and once they do make that fight, if it doesn't fucking go ahead for the fifth time, riot. Just fucking riot world over because it's 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 uh you're giving the fight fans blue balls here by not making that fight. And Khabib, Tony, if you're listening, 
I don't think you are. But when you do listen to this, when I do get fucking huge, look, this is the fight that's going to cement your 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 legacies. You know, uh, your your. Jeez, I don't even know. I'm lost for fucking words. This is just a fight fan's wet dream. And right now we've got fucking fight fan wet balls because it's not fucking happening. It's fallen apart four times. Make the fucking fight and fight the fucking fight. Jesus. I'm excited. I am fucking excited. But look, kudos to Khabib. That was a sick fight. Dustin was, he was upset at the end of the fight. There was, you know, he was fighting back tears. Um, he's got nothing to be ashamed of. The guy's a killer. He is, he's a, he's a top bloke an honorable bloke and he is a class gentleman and uh who knows what's next for for dustin i'm sure he's going to take a little bit of time off after this he'll be back there's there's quite a few names at lightweight i'm look khabib tony that's going to happen i do think it's going to happen i don't think it's going to happen for i think six months it'll be in six months i'd like to see it on december 30 i just don't know if that's going to be the fight it could be the one in january or february i think but anyway that aside, you know, who knows what's going to happen. I would like to see Khabib jump to welterweight, you know, if he keeps just fucking slaying dudes at lightweight. Welterweight's a different thing for him, I believe, because I think he's so big and he dehydrates so heavily to get to 155, which is his right. He can do that, but I think he does. So I think when he takes that leap to welterweight, it's going to be a different ballpark for him. But, you know. Look at his record. I'm sure he's going to do fucking just fine at welterweight if he chooses to go to welterweight. Dustin, I don't know what's next for Dustin. We've got Cowboy and Justin Gaethje next week. I've tipped Justin Gaethje to win that fight, so that will push Gaethje up the ranks. I love Gaethje, and I think he'd also give Khabib trouble, but I just I don't see that fight on the horizon, unfortunately for me and any other fight fan out there because that would be a fucking barn burner. But look... Khabib versus Tony, that's the fight to make. Dustin, take some time off. Enjoy yourself with your, your kid and your beautiful wife. She's good looking. I've seen her. <laughs> She's good looking. Do your charity work, mate. It was It's very, very cool what you're doing. You're a top bloke. Um, and, yeah, that was just a, you know, a really, really good fight. But, anyway, that was UFC 242. We broke it down. I hope I didn't slur too much because I've had a few beers and I'm enjoying myself. It's a Sunday fucking evening, 7.10. We might get a couple more beers in before I got to get my 40 fucking winks for my big week of work. I've got a four-day work week this week. I've got Friday off. I'm having a large weekend next weekend. But <clears throat> UFC 242, Abu Dhabi, it was a success. I was a big fan. Thank you very, very much from one fucking fight fan to another. Have a good Sunday night. I will catch you tomorrow night on the King of the Couch podcast, episode 14, 13. I think. This is 13, 14. Who knows? UFC 242 breakdown. That's done. I love you all. Have a fucking good night. Mwah.